the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fresh hope for lower gas prices. Today we're launching a major effort to moderate the price of oil. An effort that will span the globe in its reach and ultimately reach your cor- your corner gas station. Kyle Rittenhouse speaking out. This is something that I wish never would have happened, right or left. People using me for a cause that should never have been used as a cause. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, November 24th. I'm Rich Thomason. President Biden making a move that critics complain amounts to mere window dressing. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston explains. Energy markets are not keeping up with demand, which has led to sharply higher prices. In a bid to lower costs, the president ordered 50 million barrels of oil released from America's strategic reserve. But he acknowledges it won't solve the problem of high gas prices overnight. It will take time, but before long, you should see the price of gas drop where you fill up your tank. Several GOP lawmakers criticized the move as ineffective and want to see an emphasis on domestic oil. Production. The president says uh, easing pain at the pump is an international effort. I brought together other nations to contribute to the solution. India, Japan, the Republic of Korea, and the United Kingdom have agreed to release additional oil from their reserves. And China may do more as well. Despite high gas prices, the roads are busy this holiday season. And understandably so, says this traveler. I've stayed in a, a long time and... Uh, I personally feel like my, my mental health does better by being around my family during these times. So I got the booster shot as, uh, as the extra precaution as well for getting on the road for, my, for my, my sanity, too. And no doubt there will be many joyous family reunions. Compared to last year, we're actually traveling. We're going to meet up with the rest of the family for the first time, you know, so it's a special moment. Um... Yeah, it's just it's just good that, you know, the kids haven't traveled anywhere in a while, so this is actually a good experience. And as family and friends get together to celebrate, Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd suggests skipping the political discussions this year. Pew Research shows political tensions amongst Americans has increased dramatically. Respondents said having political conversations with those they disagree with is stressful and frustrating. Nearly 6 in 10 U.S. adults, a statistic that's risen 50% since May of 2019. And the feeling is on both sides of the aisle. 58% of Republicans and right-leaning independents up 11 points since 2019, and 6 in 10 Democrats and left-leaning up 53% since 2019. Compare that with March of 2016, and the figure was about 48% on the right, 45% on the left. An eight-year-old boy, the latest victim of a motorist who turned his vehicle into a deadly weapon. Prosecutors have charged Daryl Brooks Jr. with intentional homicide in the deaths of five people who were killed Sunday when an SUV was driven into a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Conviction on first-degree intentional homicide carries a mandatory life sentence in Wisconsin. Brooks made his initial court appearance Tuesday. After that appearance, a prosecutor said a sixth person, a child, has died from injuries sustained in the crash. 
crash. Authorities say more than 60 people were injured and several remain in critical condition. Brooks was free on $1,000 bail for a case in neighboring Milwaukee County in which he's accused of intentionally striking a woman with his car. I'm Mike Gracia. During Brooks's first court appearance relating to this incident, Waukesha County DA Susan Opper argued against bail for the defendant. There are not words to describe the risk that this defendant presents to our community. Not only flight risk, but the dangerousness that he presents, his history of violence, and the allegations in this complaint where uh, it is stated plainly that on several occasions he was told to stop by police officers. They risked their own safety to try and step in front of the car to stop him. Everything was done to get him to stop, and he just simply continued down the roadway, causing death and destruction in his path. Brooks being held on $5 million bail. Well, it's up to the jurors now. Following a 13-day trial, jurors in Brunswick, Georgia, deciding the fate of three white men charged in the death of black jogger Ahmad Arbery. Superior Court Judge Timothy Walmsley instructing the jury. It's heard on Court TV. Your verdict should be a true verdict based upon your opinion of the evidence according to the laws given you in this charge. You are not to show favor or sympathy to one party or the other. It is your duty to consider the facts objectively without favor, affection, or sympathy to any party. Several of the country's largest pharmacy chains vowing to appeal the verdict delivered by a jury... In Ohio, a federal jury has returned a verdict against CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart pharmacies, saying they recklessly distributed massive amounts of pain pills, fueling the opioid crisis in two Ohio counties. In the lawsuit, Lake and Trumbull counties blamed the three chain pharmacies for not cutting off the flood of pills that caused hundreds of overdose deaths and cost each of the counties about $1 billion, according to their attorney. Damages owed by the pharmacies will be decided by a federal judge in the spring. All three pharmacies said... They will appeal the verdict. I'm Mike Rossio. And Mark Lanier is an attorney for Ohio's Lake and Trumbull counties. He says this is a landmark verdict. It's the first time that the issues of opioid epidemic have been tried against these national chain pharmacies. It is the contention of the counties that the chain pharmacies failed to follow the law that required they exercise corresponding responsibility to that of the prescribers when it came to dispensing these controlled substances. Attorney Peter Weinberger says the case could set an important precedent. This case will lead the way to a remedy to abate the the public nuisance that was caused by these defendants and created Uh, harms to the public safety in our communities, not only in Trumbull and Lake County, but around the country. A closely watched civil trial in Charlottesville, Virginia, has come to a close. A jury has ordered white nationalist leaders and organizations to pay more than $25 million in damages over violence that erupted during the deadly 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. After a nearly month-long civil trial, the jury in U.S. District Court deadlocked on two key claims but found the white nationalists liable on four other counts. The suit was filed by nine people who suffered physical and emotional injuries during the two days 
of demonstrations. Attorney Roberta Kaplan said the plaintiff's lawyers plan to refile the suit so a new jury can decide the two claims this jury could not reach a verdict on. I'm Shelley Atler. Now that Kyle Rittenhouse has been cleared of all criminal charges, he sat down with Tucker Carlson on Fox. Rittenhouse asked about presidential candidate Joe Biden, calling him a white supremacist. Mr. President, if I could say one thing to you, I would urge you to go back and watch the trial and understand the facts before you make a statement. That's not a small thing to be called that. No, it's... It's actual malice defaming my character for him to say something like that. Also on Fox, Mark Levin. He says that Rittenhouse could conceivably sue Mr. Biden. Based on the Bill Clinton case, the Paula Jones case, he absolutely does have a case against Joe Biden. There is no presidential immunity because he wasn't president. He was a private citizen, and the Supreme Court ruled on that. Yes, you can bring a civil case against somebody who becomes president of the United States based on what they've done prior to that time. And ask about Mr. Biden's remarks on Rittenhouse, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki trying to blame former President Trump. Would the president ever apologize to the acquitted Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse for suggesting online and on TV that he is a white supremacist? (laughs) Well, let's be clear what we're talking about here. This is about a campaign video released last year that used President Trump's own words during a debate as he refused to condemn white supremacists and militia groups. And President Trump, as we know from history, and as many of you covered, didn't just refuse to condemn militia groups on the debate stage, he actively encouraged them throughout his presidency. So, uh, you know, what we've seen are the tragic consequences of that. When people think it's okay to take the law into their own hands, instead of allowing law enforcement to do its job. And the president believes in condemning hatred, division, and violence. That's exactly what was done in that video. But if uh, you're saying that it was just a campaign video, it wasn't. The president also gave an interview where he said this uh, Rittenhouse was part of a militia coming out of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president referring to Trump say one negative thing about white supremacists? These are all things. uh, None of this was proven in the trial. And Kyle Rittenhouse is saying that the president had actual malice in defaming his character. Is that what happened here? The the president spoke to the verdict uh, last week. Uh, He has obviously condemned uh, the hatred and division and violence we've seen around the country by groups like the Proud Boys uh, and groups that uh, that individual has posed in photos with. Um, But beyond that, I'll leave it to his comments around the verdict. Rittenhouse's view of the prosecution's handling of the case against him? In my belief... The prosecutorial misconduct in this case is ridiculous. They knew I was innocent, but they still decided to bring these charges to make their name, to to have a name. They wanted my head on their shelf. But part of the reason I think I was arrested is because of the mob mentality. And on Fox News' The Five, Jesse Waters lumping the media in with that mob. The media hates... (laughs) trials because they can't control trials. They, the media can control pretty much whatever they want in this country, but a trial is insulated, right? You have a judge, the judge is the ultimate arbiter, and then you have defense and you have prosecution, and the jury decides. And the jury can't be polluted by media misinformation for the most part. And when the jury comes back with verdicts that don't align with the media's narrative, that freaks the media out. Because it shows their control is slipping away and has slipped away. And nothing is more dangerous than their profit model than losing control. Greg touched on it. 
This is really about softening you up so you don't stand up to the mob. So you'd never think about coming to a middle class neighborhood to protect a car dealership or your uncle's grocery store. Why would you do that if you're just going to get trampled by mob justice? And that's what they were pushing. They were pushing mob justice. But we got real justice. And that's a good thing. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.